The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. You know, 1002 was birthed out of a season of uncertainty, um, trials. You know, this originally started as a, just a daily encouragement to my congregation during the pandemic, during shutdown, and has kind of morphed into something different and something other, something that's more than just a daily encouragement, but time to spend together in the Word and, and be challenged as well as look at un people, unreached people groups. And, you know, as I just focus on the last 18 months and what that's meant to the world, there's been a lot of just fear, a lot of uncertainty, but ultimately a lot of mourning, right? We've had to mourn activities. We've had to mourn things we don't we miss. We've had to mourn the loss of, of maybe loved ones. We've had to mourn the loss of travel. Um, just a lot of mourning. And in some areas of the country, it's returning back to whatever normal is. I think the new normal will be different. I think we learned a lot during the past 18 months that we can do things differently. It's okay to do things differently. So I'm not sure that it will ever return back to the status quo. But in some areas in the world, it hasn't returned. There's still big centers of, of, of the coronavirus or other uncertainties. All that being said, just in reading Psalms 30 today, I was reminded that the Lord turns our mourning into dancing, right? Psalms 30, 11 says, You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosened my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. So no matter what you've experienced this last year, year and a half, even two years, whatever you have mourned, I just want to encourage you and end our week on a, on a positive note to remember to turn that morning into dancing. It doesn't make what you went through any less significant. It doesn't take away the pain or the hurt. But as a follower of Christ, as a believer, there is something more. There is something greater. And so even in spite of what we've lost and what we've mourned, we can dance because we know that God is still there. We know that God is still faithful. We know that God has still provided. And he's provided in new ways and ways we never imagined. You know, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've spent the last few days at a, a conference just listening to different stories. Uh, and this conference is, is specifically about raising funds for nonprofits because I work for a nonprofit. I work for a mission agency. And over 65% of the people that have shared their stories have said last year they actually raised more money than ever before and in new different ways than they never imagined. And so even in our time of mourning, even in our time of uncertainty, God was still working in the church. In fact, he was, in some ways, waking the church up, showing us new ways to do things, new ways to connect with people, ways we probably never would have imagined or thought about. He continued to provide 
for us financially and in other ways. Not saying that everyone didn't go, I mean, many of us did go through trials and lost jobs, and I'm not, by no means am I trying to take away from that. But it's interesting that most people saw God provide in just amazing ways and open their eyes. And so again, just hearing those stories and then reading this, this psalm, just he turns our mourning into dancing. And even for those of us who have lost loved ones, if those loved ones were believers, then there's a sense of mourning, but there's a sense of rejoicing, that they're, they're complete, they're home, they're with the Father, right? They're in heaven. So it says, you may, you may, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. So as we go about life, as we go about our weeks and our weekends and our, our futures, make sure that our glory is bringing his praise. You know, church, I think we woke up in the last 18 months. We realized some things. We had been way too silent. And it's time to sing some praises, to sing some glory, to remind the world that we have a good, good father. And I love that, that this psalm, Psalm 30, has ended. Verse 12, it's ended with, I will give thanks to you forever, right? So someday, eventually, all of us will be in heaven together forever with God, singing glory, glory, glory to the Lord on high, who is and was and is to come, right? We see that picture in Revelation, just the constant praise over and over. And I don't know what exactly that's going to look like for us, but I do know that we'll be in his presence forever, singing glory and singing his praise forever and ever and ever. And that's what it's all about. And that's why we got to tell these people that don't know the gospel. And today I just want to just highlight quickly the Hanu people in the Philippines. They live on a small island, uh, the far south of Mindoro. It's one of the islands of, of the thousands of islands there are. They, they basically live in small villages, no more than 50 people per village. They farm rice, corn, beans, sugar cane, sweet potatoes. Um, but they're isolated from medicine and education, right? They, they have no aspects of modern life. Their villages are autonomous with no chiefs. There's only 23,000 of this people group in the world, in the Philippines, only in the Philippines. About 1% is evangelical, is believing in the Lord. And so we just want to pray that God would do a mighty work. And honestly, one of the best ways to reach this people group, because they're animistic, because they believe in, in the spirits and the creation, so they believe there's, there's a higher power. So they're not against, they're not, uh, don't, it's not that they don't want to hear it. They just don't know that the higher power is controlled by God, right? They haven't been directed to the, to the maker opposed to the, the creation they're worshiping. Wow. But one of the greatest ways you can witness these people tangibly is through education and, and medicine. So if you're a doctor, if you're a teacher, there are potential ways to go and bring the gospel and share you know, with something like a book or something like medicine and then tell them about Jesus. And so, Lord, we just pray for the Hanunu people in the Philippines. God, we pray you would send workers into the harvest. You would send believers from all over the world, doctors and teachers, people in the Philippines who already know you that can speak this language. Lord, we just pray that you would send people and that this harvest would be plentiful and that these people in these small villages who are worshiping the creation would begin to worship the creator. Lord, we pray that they would understand that you are the creator and gave them all these things. And God, they would give you the honor and the glory forever, like it says in Psalms, that their, their mourning will be praises and that their their glory will sing of you and no longer be silent or that they they too will give thanks to you forever 
and ever. Hallelujah.